A Touch of Purple, a short story by Ida Williams. Dogs of crimson hues and rabbits speckled with spots of green danced around, going this way, running that way, ever circling round and round. Some stopped and grew larger and larger until they blocked out all the light. Twisting faces and snarling teeth, the animals moved ever closer. With a sudden jolt, they fell back into the dark, instantly cast away into the nothingness of abandoned dreams. The little girl opened her eyes. Her pillow felt soft under her head and the heavy blankets warm. There was nothing to fear. Still, she whimpered slightly, pulling the bedsheets up to her chin. She lay there for a moment as dogs chased her through her head. Wiggling around, she turned over and saw a thin stream of light coming in from under the door. The floor felt cold beneath her feet as she padded across and looked through. By the light of a sole candle, her mother sat working, a river of fabric draped over her lap. The needle went in and out with meaningful precision, glinting gently in the flickering light. She didn't turn her head as her daughter edged closer. Why art thou awake, child? The sun has long since left. I had visions in my sleep. The little girl toddled up to her mother's elbow. Dogs chased me all across the land. I thought dogs were fine friends. These were not. They had sharp teeth. Her mother paused her rhythm and looked down at the curly hair. Hush now, they are long gone, and will not hurt thou. Leaning down, she kissed her daughter's head. Comforted, the little girl sat down on the floor, pulling her nightdress over her knees, and sleepily blinking at the embers of the fire, long since burned low. Thou may stay for a moment, until I finish mending this, said her mother, answering the unasked question. Tall shadows crept up on the walls in the candlelight, and somewhere outside a lone owl hooted its presence into the night. The little girl rubbed her eyes and looked at the dress her mother held in between her hands. Yards of cloth, layering and overlapping like hills and valleys mingling in the landscape. Sections of elaborate embroidery, swirling in tiny stitches, and perfectly ruffled panels of lace graced its design, but she noticed neither. It was the colour that swam before her eyes. Never had she seen a dress of that shade, deep and rich, majestic in its tone, strong and resilient. All at once she was brought back into the days of summer sun and exploring the flowers that grew in the garden, holding the purple blooms gathered in her hands travelling down deeper into the heart of that magic colour that lay before her, were elements not found in the warmth of July, colder voices and whispers of snow on the ground and frost on the wind. Stretching out her hand, she felt the desire to touch the surface, to feel the purple ocean. Her fingertips had only just met the silk, when her mother spoke gently, No child, do not touch, I must not dirty this. It's beautiful, her daughter replied, trying to quash the now overwhelming need to wrap herself in the forbidden fabric. Her mother smiled. That it is, Her Majesty wears it well.
A confident request came back. May I have one? One. A dress with this colour. The little girl motioned over the cloth, undaunted that it had only earlier that evening encased the red-haired queen. No, indeed, replied her mother, coming to the end of her stitches and observing closely the invisible seam. Not even when I'm grown? Of course not, it's for Her Majesty. The little girl mournfully looked back at the dress and a colour she would never wear. It belongs to her, she mumbled. Yes, and it costs more than all the dresses we could ever wear. Doesn't thou think Her Majesty should look her best? The little girl nodded thoughtfully. The Queen must have the loveliest of all the colours. She looked again at the garment and its echoing call, feeling sad. Her mother started to carefully fold the dress away and saw her daughter's downcast face. Come now, to sleep. She picked her up and carried her back to bed. Slipping back in between the sheets, now lacking the warmth they had had, the little girl laid back into the pillow. Tucking the blanket snugly around her, her mother kissed her good night and whispered, Methinks there are many more colours, beautiful too, if thou looks to find them. Turning over, the little girl curled up and drifted back into her dreams. Crimson dogs and green speckled rabbits were kept at bay. Wandering serenely in and out, elegant and tall, a cat appeared, coloured the very deepest purple hue. The End <laughs>